Welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers, the least sober podcast about The Killers currently. Wow. <laughs> I'm your host, Spencer Polio, and with me, as always, is the partner who was on time and remembered to record the podcast tonight, Michael <laughs> G. Nance. Yep. Michael, how are you? How are you doing tonight? Well, I was waiting. I was like, wow, uh, Spencer, did he fall asleep? And it turns out he was boozing it up. Yeah. So let, let's 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 have a little aside here. So I was uh, thinking to myself, all right, cool. I'm going to have a, a drink and a cigar with my roommate before, uh, you know, tonight. I don't have any plans. And then at 820 something, I got a text from Michael. Hey, where the fuck you at? And I'm like, shit. And so I stubbed my cigar out. I didn't. I just laid it casually on my ashtray because, of course, I have an ashtray. Uh, and I ran upstairs and hopped on Discord and was like, fuck, sorry. So if this episode yeah. seems a little less sober and calm than usual it's because i've had a drink and i forgot and he's losing his mind i feel really bad to be honest with you i couldn't believe it spencer is never late for the podcast yeah i know never. it's like this is my this is the only thing i'm on time for in my entire life michael can back back me up on this right uh spencer's usually early or, you know, exactly on time. And if he is late, he's like two minutes late and he's like sweating. Yeah. And he's like, ah, well, I, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but that's that was that's a way more positive portrayal of me than <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> what do other people say? They Are they just downright mean to you? No, I'm just I'm it, it. The thing is, the reality is I'm late to shit I don't care about. Or stuff that I've like become super jaded about being on time for. And things I care about, I'm usually like dead on balls on time or early. Balls on time. Balls that on time. That other humans say. Yeah, that's what humans say. <laughs> balls on time. Yeah, yeah. you got to be balls on time. That's what they put in the employee handbook when you start a new job. But anyway, the point is, uh, I am currently drinking a rusty nail and it's delicious. That is such an unappealing name for a drink. It's excellent. I I bought a bottle of Drambuie a couple of weeks, like a week ago. And uh, it's excellent. And so I thought to myself, since uh, how much do you care about this? Am I just going to bore you here? Uh, yeah, like two, two out of ten. OK, well, um, what is what's in a rusty nail? That's all I want to know. OK, a rusty nail is a two ingredient cocktail. It is scotch. And Drambuie, which is a liqueur made of scotch. Made from scotch. So it's basically scotch on scotch in a glass with some ice. And wow, super scotch. Yeah. And scotch so, on scotch on scotch. So you're supposed to make it with um, a blended scotch. That's like what's traditional and what's, you know, let's be honest, cheap. If you're going to like a bar situation. 
but I'm a bougie boy. And since Drambui is from the Isle of Skye in Scotland, uh, I figured it would be, you know, reasonable of me. What did you fucking send me? Oh, what is you what, what are we dealing with this week, everybody? What are we dealing with? Oh since you're telling this like a long winded. I have to mute cool story, bro. Discord. Uh, anyway, what? The point is, I wanted to use uh, scotch from the same place that Drambui's scotch is from. Wow. That's all. That's the that's the whole story. Wow. And so I did. And with a cigar, it was wonderful. That's all you need to know. Are you shirtless right now? Uh, I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt. That's so no. No, you're just wasting away in Margaritaville over there. I bought a bunch of new Hawaiian shirts. I'm very comfy right now. I feel good. So I was enjoying myself on a on a, you know, weeknight. This crisp September Thursday. Having a little bevy. You know, I just come on. Let me let me enjoy myself. I I'm I'm, I have very little to enjoy right now. (laughs) Wow. My life is very sad. All I have is the podcast. And alcohol. Wow. So this is the cry for help episode. Uh, yeah. If you've made it this far as a fan, uh, this is where you can start, you know, sending Spencer get like handmade quilts. Yeah. And like baked goods. Yeah. I got a care package in the mail from my mom the other day. Oh, what did she send you? She sent me pillows. Oh, well, that's that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I I now have like this is hey, welcome to this is what being an adult is really like all you children. Uh, I got pillows in the mail and now I have like enough pillows to have company and also have lots of pillows. It's awesome. Look, I'm a single male. We don't have a lot of pillows. You You know this, Michael. This is incredible. All right. Tell tell just, me. <laughs> look, before you were in a relationship, did you have a lot of pillows? Be honest. Yeah, I did, because I'm like way into betting. So that's a I, that's a, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> uh, I like to sleep in comfort. There's your answer to all of your questions. Well, yeah, so do I. I just don't I didn't have a lot of pillows, but now I have lots of pillows. Lots and lots of pillows. See, that's that's where it's at. You got to have lots of pillows. You got to have high thread count sheets. Yep. It's got to be, you know, it's got to be a Mac Daddy situation in there and not even for sex, just for your own personal benefit so that you can sleep well every night. You're sleeping on a lumpy ass mattress. What are you doing to yourself? It's true. What is going on? This podcast is not even sponsored by any mattress company. And I'm telling you, go buy a good one. Yeah. No, I agree with you. That was one of the best investments I ever made. So I'm this uh, podcast is actually sponsored by a bad mattress company. Rocks rocks. The bad mattress company (laughs) She's called rocks rocks. And their slogan is you get what you pay for. That's (laughs) that's awful. It's aggressive marketing, Spencer. It's it's killing. I want to buy one now. Now I yeah, you know, go buy it. They literally hand you a burlap sack full of rocks and you sleep on it. Ten out of ten. Incredible. Um, 
Wow. I'm I'm trying to scroll through the Reddit to find maybe one. Okay, here's a here's a Reddit thread that we can talk about in the pre-roll. Okay. Uh, Link it for me. So there's a thread here called What Do You Dislike About Each Album? Okay, perfect. Okay, so Michael. Uh, yes. So what do you dislike about each killer's album? First, let's read Master Hero Chief's thread. Uh, okay. Everybody talks about their least favorite album or least favorite song, but never what they dislike about each album and the worst song on it. So I was wondering what you guys and gals and everything in between's opinions were. So go from hot fuss to pressure machine sawdust if you want, because I don't know if you want to include it. I would. That was in parentheses and pick out what you dislike the most and your least favorite song from the album. Okay, Michael, hot fuss, go. Uh, it kind of loses momentum around Andy, you're a star. And I think everything will be all right as whack. Fair enough. Um, okay, uh, we're going to alternate and I'm not going to okay. tell you what my my hot fuss one is ever. Uh, what? Why? Because it's funny. It's it's funnier that way. And that way we don't have to linger on this bit. Um, but uh, Sam's Town. Uh, it falls off at Bones and also Bones is the worst song on the album. All right. What's your bad thing about day and age? Go. Uh, I think I, I, the world we live in is a terrible single and I'm not that into human. The singles on that album don't do it for me. Fair enough. Uh, we're skipping Sawdust because I have many opinions about Sawdust. Um, and I don't want to express any of them. Carver's Horse. Carver's Horse. Uh, the best song on the record is not the song that Brandon saved from his solo album. And that bothers the shit out of me. Dub Dub, go. Uh, again, the singles. I don't like the man... I don't like uh, what's the other singles from. I don't uh, remember, but yeah, yeah I'm not. Like a, I'm not into the singles from Dub Dub. OK, uh, imploding the Mirage. Uh, I haven't had enough time to enjoy it. And. Um, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it in general. Worst song. Uh, I'd have to look at a list. It's it's forgettable. That's my problem with it. Maybe my God, I don't want to admit I don't like my God, though. <laughs> <clears throat> Pressure machine, go. Uh, it's definitely a mood album. If I I, I can't, it, it's it's so sad. So Worst I can't song. just listen to it. Worst song on uh, uh, on Pressure, Pressure machine. machine. Yeah. <sighs> Desperate things or yeah, desperate things. OK, hey, Michael. Yeah. What's the thing on a tree that like grows into the ground? Roots. Hey, Spencer. What? How would Scooby-Doo say what? Brut? <laughs> <laughs> that 
That was too obvious. I didn't want to do that one. <laughs> well, you have to be of a certain di- like dialect and region to say root like rut. No, no, no. You said it right. I just. Right. My joke is mispronouncing it. Ah, uh, of course. Yeah. And then you made it plural, which fucked it up, which is even funnier. <laughs> I got I always got to fuck up your. Yeah, that's uh, that's 90 percent of the joke. So. So the song Rut by the Killers, how do you feel about this one? This is a very ambitious song. OK, explain. And, well, you know, it has that. uh Climbing and climbing bit. Where Brandon's, you know, singing and there's backup singers and it's very. Yeah, I don't know, almost gospel like. Um, Rut to me, you described it perfectly. It sounds very much like a Brandon Flowers solo song from yeah. um, the desired effect from around this time. It it sounds like a honestly, it sounds like his first album. To be honest, it's got it's got Phil Collins drums. It's got Genesis keyboards. Okay, you might be right. It's got some interesting, you know, it's got a very 80s vibe, but a lot of stuff on Dub Dub does. Uh, This is actually a single from Wonderful Wonderful, and I am not I'm not super into this song. I think there's better songs on Wonderful Wonderful. I'm legitimately surprised you didn't like outmaneuver me and put in that uh, and just do it and just say that the title and I would be. I was I had it pulled up. I was all hyped for you to just absolutely crush me. When I said <laughs> what what what's your uh, you don't like you don't like the the singles from uh, Dub Dub and then you would have just said run and I would have been like, all right, hit the button and I would have hit the button. I knew that you would and that's why I wanted to avoid it. I was like, uh, if I say the name of the song, Spencer will it's, play I'm, the song. I'm really proud. I, I, like, I'm almost like, I don't know. I, I It feels good that you're so used to my shittery that you know that I'm just going to fucking hit the button if that happens. Oh, yeah. I've touched the oven too many times. <laughs> that's <laughs> I'm just like, damn it. That's one way to put it. You're like, Michael, why are you late? And I'm like, I've just got too many deadlines and commitments. And you're just like, oh, I got you. Son of a bitch. Yeah, but like, you know, I wasn't even trying to set you up. I just would have done it because that's uh, them's on brand. That's the rules. That's the fucking. You can't you can't break the rules of the pod. That's right. I found. uh, I found three whole covers. Three covers of Rut, huh? Gerwig? Uh, One's Gerwig, one's Piano, and one's... I don't even remember. I've already forgotten. I've been drinking. (coughs) I've been drinking. That's what... I I hear that from you all too much, Spencer. I I am slowly descending into alcoholism. Oh, well, I mean, if it's slow, at least it's, you know, like kind of chill right yeah no definitely soon you're going to be drinking four locos in a target parking lot i don't think i'll howling at the moon i don't think i'll ever hit that get that low to be honest with you but i what's what's the ultimate like cry for help when will i know you've gone too far spencer um i call you (gasps) 
like on the phone i will like on the phone yeah like i will physically call you on the phone like in some sort of state that will be the you need to step in and basically stop me from doing uh not harm to myself but like being like i've i've got a problem that's the i've got a problem moment all right and then we'll uh go somewhere remote and just only do the pod yeah we'll pod in a cabin for all time <laughs> years years at least another year <laughs> at least unless the killers release a fucking another album next year i don't know it seems like they're getting pretty prolific so what what okay opinion since we want to plan this and i'm curious okay if we're finished and they release another album do we keep going or we're leaving i think we're leaving our options open at this moment see we could i kind of want to just i think personal opinion i think we should just never touch it again I think I think once it's done, it's done. Yeah, you know, that's the maybe we'll do like a And if we do something after the pod. You know, if we continue the pod going, then, yeah, we'll continue the pod, but I don't know. All right, I like the rules. Yeah, them's the breaks, kid. What do you think about the song, Rut? It's all right. I think. uh like I said, I think it sounds like, well, like you said that I said, but I still said it. I think it sounds like a Brandon first album, solo album song. It's just it's big and like bombastic and stupid. And it's it's like the quintessential dub dub song, because let's let's not beat around the bush. Dub dub is easily the dumbest killers album. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, there's it's it's the one where at the end of the day, you're not listening to it for the content. You're listening to it because you really enjoy the songs on it, which is the content. But like like, you know, the mental, the. What's it called? The brain content. <laughs> the brain content. That's what it is, Spencer. I'm just going to let you believe that. We should make T-shirts that say brain content, <laughs> brain content. Jesus Christ. Drinking. Mm. Yeah, that drink drinking will reduce your brain content. It's true. That is delicious, though. I got to say. Oh, you're uh, super scotch. Yeah, it's basically just triple scotch. Uh, wow. So. So let's see what the Reddit thinks of this song. Oh, yes, let's. Um, yeah, we might be going. This might be a short episode. I haven't decided. We started late and I've been drinking, so this might be like an early era episode. <laughs> I really don't but, want it to be because I I have a lot of feelings about this song, but I don't know if I can express them. And if I don't end up expressing them in the however long it takes to record this episode, that's that's that, bro. Like it's over. It's it's dead to me. By the way, I, I I have something I want to talk to you about, Michael, after the pod. I'm leaving this okay. part in, but I do want to talk to you about this when we're done. Um, OK, because uh, uh, just as a hint to the audience, I do maybe kind of sort of like if you press me on it, want to do some revisits, visits, but I want to do them behind the paywall.
<gasps> yeah. Dang, downloadable content. Yeah, DLC. Just All right, pure rut. greed. So, first thread, Rut Live. Chappers1907 says, is there any pro shot live performance of this? I've been searching for hours now. Please help. And uh, everyone says no. But, <laughs> the end. But Larky18 has a good fan <coughs> video. Let's see if uh, it's one of the ones I made already or I posted in the other thing. It is not. So we're going to leave that there. We'll watch that for the live versions. All right. Second Next thread. thread. This is from user Spectre, who says, Rut is such a beautiful song, which the killer song brings out the deepest feelings on you. So I was listening to a podcast where they break down and explain everything about Rut. Oh, shit. Fuck. They've already done it. Fuck. <laughs> you, no, we already did it. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, Song Explorer did this song, believe it or not. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I honestly love so many of their lyrics, but Rut reminds me of a dark phase I've had. But at the same time, it shows some empathy by Brandon. The way the music builds up to I'll climb and I'll climb. It feels so intense. What do you guys think? Any songs you'd say are very deep in meaning or feelings? Number one comment, best comment is from Kinda Red Light, who says, Sweet Talk, that song hits me hard. Ooh, Sweet Talk. That's a song we Wait. haven't done yet. Or yeah, it's one song... of my special songs. Yeah, it's one of your special songs. <laughs> um... Okay, Michael. Uh, bef- brief aside, not about Rut. What's uh, what's yours? Do you have one of these? Uh, songs that are very deep in meaning or feelings. Well, I mean, we're spoiled now with having uh, okay, a pressure Weird. machine. Better idea. Non-killer song. Oh wow, non-killer song. Very that gives deep you the meaning. big feels. There's too many to an even name. There's well, just so many. First thought, best thought. First one that comes to mind. Go. Oh, gosh. There's a lot of songs by a band called Pine Grove. Go listen to them. If you never listen to them, they, they're, they'll they make you feel emotional. Um, Can you name just one? Yeah. Uh, let's say uh, Rings by Pine Grove. Rings by Pine Grove. Everyone go listen to that. Pause the pod. Go listen to it. Come back. Let us know what you think. Uh, tweet at Michael. Uh, Michael, what's your name on Twitter? At asterisk 73. Yeah, you'll see him commenting on uh, or just tweet at the pod. Just tweet at the pod. Uh, what you think of that and uh, get back to us and we'll we'll let you know. And I'll do that, too, and let you know what I think. Um, I'm just I'm literally just going to tweet it as soon as I hear that song, Michael. OK, yeah. And uh, uh, what's your big feel song, Spencer? Uh, they'll need a crane by the band. They might be giants. Okay. Yeah. Now I will all have to listen to that one too. Yeah. It's a very, very sad song, but it's very, very upbeat musically. And uh, for some reason that gives me the big feels. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Uh, so let's see what the most controversial post in this thread is. Uh, Kev Kalam says, for reasons unknown, makes me think of my grandmother when she was in her final days. Wow, Kev, thanks for bringing the whole pod down, you bummer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna upload out big of, sad. Big sad. Apology. 
yeah, that that was that's a bummer. Um, but yeah, does does Rut do that for you, Michael? Does it make you feel emotional? Yeah, I can see where the where Brandon's trying to go with it, but it doesn't quite resonate with me. It doesn't. It doesn't hit you. No, it doesn't make me feel like oh, me cry every time. I cry every time. Uh, <laughs> that sloshing noise you're hearing is uh, I finished my beverage. I am shaking a yoohoo because I bought yoohoo. Oh, how many? Uh, a, a, a 12 pack. A 12 pack of yoohoo. Are you yeah. slamming them all tonight? They sell yoohoo in cans. It's like, no, I'm not slamming them all tonight. I'm trying to ration them because the grocery store like doesn't always have them. And I love yoohoo in cans. It is the best way to enjoy yoohoo. If you had 12 yoohoo, you'd probably poop the bed. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Gotta be honest. That sounds like a stomach ache. It's it's gross chocolate water. Like, it's the worst thing ever, <laughs> and I love yoohoo. Yoohoo is really tasty. I, I, I gotta hand it to you. It's been a while since I had one, but the last time I did, I loved it. So The gas station around the corner for me has yoohoo, and I'll buy one. It won't make it to my car most times. I will I will buy it, pop it open, walk to my car, and it will be done. Because they're just so good. Spencer, that's your real problem. We don't even need to talk about your alcoholism. We need to talk about your yoohooism. I don't always buy yoohoo, though. Like, it's not like... I don't have a problem, Michael. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're saying now, but, you know. I'm going to find you at the bus stop one day, turning tricks for yoohoo. Tur- tur- turning tricks for you who <laughs> that's right <laughs> fair enough okay so next reddit thread it's called rut blowback connections this is from that user- sounds profane Goddamn right. <laughs> right no, no more than turning tricks for you, who fucko. <laughs> right. Seth Spencer, like I'll do right blowback connections, baby. Just give me some you. Okay, so this is by user the <laughs> s- the slot tech. The slot tech. Read it, Michael. Since you want fucking giggle. <laughs> All right. I like the way blowback is a companion piece slash prequel to rut. Is it? There are obvious references to his wife, Tana and her history, but also at the end of the song, the breathing out part with female voices musically reminds me of the I'll climb and I'll climb part from rut. Well, I would love to discuss this, but unfortunately for us, we haven't done blowback yet. So yeah, we have not, we can't spoil the pod. We can't spoil the pod. Uh, let's go to most controversial though. Uh, Christian Sal 2003 says this is my first time hearing about them being connected and they are up there as best slow killer song in my book. Are either of them the best slow killer song, Michael? No. Yeah. Uh, What's the best slow killer song, Michael? I think we agree on this, which is weird. Because we never agree. There's one that immediately springs to mind for me. Uh, I don't know. Tranquilize. Oh, I do really like Tranquilize. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of I, whenever I think of slow killer songs, I'm just immediately assaulted by all the bad ones. 
Yeah, that's you know the I mean? point. Like they're mostly bad, but tranquilizing. So I, I consider some kind of love a slow song, and I think it's pretty good. I really like that one. Well, yeah, of course you do, and I agree with you. Because I don't know. I gotta. I, I gotta listen to these songs more. Yeah, I know. We should listen to the killers more, Michael. <laughs> As if I don't. Enough. Just take a step back and think about what you just fucking said i gotta listen to more killers honestly i don't listen to enough killer songs it's like we're living in killers world fuck yeah we're gonna be uh top of the list when they build the killers theme park in fabulous they won't even utah they won't even send us a fucking ticket brandon flowers (laughs) doesn't know who we are and once he does he'll hate us for all the things that Spencer said. All the things that we've done? <laughs> oh, no. We're one of those podcasts now. Yeah, we're just referencing lyrics. From other songs. <laughs> what the fuck? All right. Oh, uh, next I've, al- I've already crushed this fucking YooHoo. Like, that's fucking YooHoo's in a nutshell. They're just, like, just delicious. Okay, last thread. Um, fixin' Bucks is the name of the user and the thread is called rut and dying breed. Are you there? I don't know if this idea has already been posted, but I just realized that rut and dying breed fit perfectly together in a live set, both lyrically and musically. What? (laughs) Okay. From the depression and hopelessness of rut to the, we can fucking do this attitude of dying breed and it's buildup would be awesome to see live. Well, the good news is we've done Dying Breed. So, um, just I don't for- know if I agree with this. Wait, does Dying Breed, Dying Breed is like the basic, the. Uh, oh, no, it's the one when that Spencer's starts- got you who it's like, yeah, it's it's the uh, it's the low rider one. Yeah, but it's like two different songs mashed together, apparently. It's like all done by producers. They None yeah. of the boys played any of that. Yeah. That's... I'll be your lifeguard. Ba, 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 ba. Da, 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 da. Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're wrong. Wait, Spencer, do you listen to music? <laughs> no. I, 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 I'm terrified at what you hear when music hits your ears, because how does... how how does lowrider sound anything like dying breed um, did just make okay make another one of your scotch super scotch drinks but this time put some yoohoo in it god no come on just no like the, like the like the like the all right apparently we're talking about dying breed again now did you almost just play lowrider i just heard oh my god it's not like immediate, but like this, this part, this part sounds this like has the same rhythm. Yeah. And that's all that matters. All my that's basically what dying breed sounds like whenever I hear it. <laughs> but wow. you, you've, I swear I brought this up in the episode we did about it. I can't remember these uh, episodes. Like that was like that was like a year ago. I feel like we did rut so long ago. 
Or dying breed, I mean. We haven't done Rhett ever. But you know what I meant. Right? <sighs> I'm just leaving you hanging, Spencer. I'm giving the old Spencer Rooney to you. Oof. All right, well, let's go to lyrics. <laughs> Give them to me. Oh, wait. Am I doing lyrics or are you doing lyrics? Uh, I think I'm annotations this week. Didn't you do them? Yeah, because yeah, you, you read them last week because it was uh, The Mummy. That's right. I did The Mummy, according to Soul of a Troll. All right, Rut. Go ahead right. and give us the intro. Okay, Rut. One contributor, Bar- Barisi. As detailed in a Newsweek article linked here, which I'm not going to bother reading, this song is, quote, from the perspective of Brandon's wife, Tana Mundkowski. She has a complex version of uh, PTSD from her childhood, and it's her speaking. He says it's emotional and the only song I've had to sit down with her and play at the piano just to make sure it was okay with her. In a Q magazine article, Flowers describes how this song also marked a rare instance of needing to explain the lyrics to the other members of the band because it meant so much to him. Are you saying that Brandon fucking just writes these songs and just like says, all right, fuckos, we just play this. Just trust me. Well, that's why that's why this one sounds so much like a Brandon solo project, because it yeah. basically is. Yeah, like he wrote it by himself and he just brought it to the other guys. And then he explained why it was good. And everyone was just like, yeah, OK, you think you think everyone's OK. I know for a fact that the band is not a bunch of yes men, because like if you read any article um, that uh, Dave will say about the band, he, you know. They they are constantly like at odds with each other about things, but like, right. But like, you think that happens sometimes where Brandon just like force a personality something? Oh, definitely. So I, you, I mean, you can kind of hear it, especially in some of these later albums. Yeah. Speaking of which, have you listened at all to Dave's solo album? I have not. Um. So. More than anything else, and Dave will never come on the band if I say this, so or come on the pod if I say this, but I still want to say it. The one thing that Dave's like latest solo album has convinced me of is that Brandon is not the only um unique lyricist of the killers. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Dave is is on par with Brandon. <laughs> Maybe they build off of each other or maybe, you know, they just rubbed off on each other. Hot. Anyway, the song ultimately details the feeling of being stuck in a depressive state. And while recognizing the seemingly insurmountable challenges, it may present to the narrator the necessity of holding on to loved ones and remaining resilient. The necessity of that sentence doesn't work. No. So it's not just me being drunk? No. Okay, good. Okay. Um, and there is actually an episode of Song Exploder about this song. I watched it a million years ago. I don't remember anything about it. So uh, who cares? Intro. An intro has an annotation. Okay. 
Although rut comes from the perspective of Brandon's wife. Wait, I, I, I thought I was annotations this week. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm lyrics. I, there I, is intentional bad. contrast drawn between rut and the previous track. The man. Fuck. This follows the man. I forgot. Yeah. Right. You get what? it. <laughs> Jesus. I'm the mom. You get and fucking then you get rut. Big mood whiplash. <laughs> In The Man, Brandon uses several metaphors to show how great and confident he is. In Rut, no matter how many times Brandon's wife keeps climbing, and no matter how many different metaphors she uses to pull herself up, she can't seem to get out of the rut. Now here's the question. I'm going to look at the... the uh, so it's, it's The Man, Rut, and Life to Come. So it's, I guess, a Brandon perspective, Brandon's wife perspective, and then like the future song ronnie's perspective yeah basically <laughs> verse one or intro don't yeah. give up on me because i'm just in a rut i'm climbing but the walls keep stacking up verse one can't keep my mind off of every little wrong uh one contributor if if bar is the person who contributed the most obsessive thoughts are one of the characteristics of depression true and possibly the wrongs were not even wrongs. Depressive people tend to blame themselves and think obsessively about it. Oh, that's a nice one. Okay. Yeah. Nice. It was concise. Gave yeah. new information. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. Excellent annotation. If, if bar. I see the mouths are open, but I can't hear the song. I've done my best to fill them, but the cracks are starting to spread. Hey, I won't blame you, baby. Go on, turn your head. So it just sounds like somebody who's beating themselves up and having trouble finding motivation in life. So I can see this being from Tana's perspective, just based on the other things we've heard about. Her exactly. During. Wonderful, wonderful. Dub dub. Okay, chorus. But don't give up on me, because I'm just in a rut. I'm climbing, but the walls keep stacking up. Verse two. I can't keep pretending this next stop isn't mine. The truth is on the table. Someone's got a sign. I've done my best defending, but the punches are starting to land. I'm sliding into something you won't understand. Okay, so Arthur user Arthur2399 says, She accepts that she can't keep dodging forever from the problem of depression, which, spelled wrong, is something that already arrived and isn't easy for others to comprehend what she is passing through. Uh, and then Nick Nick... And and Lakota H, that's how you say it, marked that annotation as missing something and says, in addition to the references to depression, Flowers is also undoing some of the machismo of the man. Always a good sign by hinting that the punches are starting to land on him. This situates rut between the punch up arrogance of the back of my hand in track two and the knockout blow delivered at the start of Tyson versus Douglas. Now that's a stretch. That's a big stretch. Flowers is deliberately blurring himself and his wife. I've done my best defending could be sung by either of them in relation to protecting her blending of masculinity and feminism undoes the man and prepares the ground for their afterlife unity in life to come. See, that's what I said earlier. Uh, chorus. Don't give up on me because I'm just in a rut. I'm climbing, but the walls keep stacking up. Uh, Lily. Ch 
Lilich says, there's a deep stage in depression where it's really hard to find a way out and the sensation feels endless. So needs time and comprehension from others. Oh, and then the chorus repeats, but don't give up on me because I'm just in a rut. I'm climbing, but the walls keep stacking up. There's 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 a lot. It, it's weird. Like there were no annotations. And I scrolled down and there's like big boy annotations. Oh, yeah. Tons. I, I hope nobody's writing their thesis down here. No, it's not too bad. M- most of them have been pretty concise, thankfully. Oh, hell yeah, baby. <laughs> Bridge. So I'm handing you a memory. I hope you understand that steadily reminds you of who I really am. TK Bidrig Rage Bidrage says these lines indicate that the narrator is not giving up. They are fighting for the relationship whilst acknowledging that they are not themselves at the moment. It presents as an extremely personal moment, which Brandon and Tana shared. This line is so poignant because we as listeners do not share this memory, but somehow this line still manages to be so evocative. That's an opinion, bro. But I agree. Right. I agree with most of that. That was good. And I, I like that lyric. I honestly I think the bridge of the song is really good. Um Okay. Sorry. Yeah, it's not bad. Anyway, go on. This city's always breathing. I wish that it would die. Soul of a troll says Yes. Las Vegas oh, is wow. vibrant, larger than life, and gaudy. Like New York City, a city that never sleeps. While such description is usually positive and pro and all the razzmatazz. (laughs) (laughs) It really smells fucking razzmatazz, which is awesome. Um, This line pinpoints how it can be overwhelming and oppressive, especially when it taps into roots of trauma. God, thank you so much, Soul of a Troll, for such incredible fuck yeah incredible annotation by soul of a troll anyway sorry go on the kickbacks and the bachelors the fever for the velvet rope the money from my mother's men i'm not like her you're not like them user coastal town says this lyric touches on a similar idea to one in caution mama was a dancer and that's all that she knew because when you live in the desert that's what pretty girls do The subject of both songs, Brandon's wife, had a mother who was a Las Vegas dancer, and here they are differentiating themselves from this life. Please read every single one of these, Michael. I will be counting. Okay, ready? Yeah. I'll climb and I'll climb. I'll climb and I'll climb. I'm climbing and I'll climb. I'll climb 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 and I'll climb. Very good. <laughs> uh, user before they make me run says I just counted every time you said climb to confirm, by the way. <laughs> Hiccups. Before they make me run says reinforcing the theme of escaping a rut or depression. The narrator is letting the listener know that they'll do all that they can. In this metaphoric case, climbing to improve the situation. Outro. You got to read every single one of them and I get to read the parentheses. Okay. Don't you give up on me. Don't you give up. Don't you give up. Don't you give up on me. Don't you give up. Don't you give up. 
Don't you give up on me. Don't give up, don't give up. Don't you give up on me. Translation, wow. don't you give up, don't you give up. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Look at this annotations. I'm fucking looking at it. It's... <laughs> Soul of a Troll says the combination of this section with the underlying I'll Climb refrain and music swell was originally a reject from the soundtrack to 1999's Tarzan with Phil Collins on record as stating the drums quote weren't memeable enough end quote and the best thing is fucking some some fucking user has the gall <laughs> to fucking say need a source for this like motherfucker fucking downvote fuck you <laughs> the source is phil collins he says it all the time yeah phil collins says that shit all the time don't question it soul of a troll is a is an insurmountable base of knowledge who can say or do no wrong we, he got that information from uh, Machops Don't Cry's magazine snippets. Yeah, probably. Literally the exact same person. Well, that was incredible. Uh, how do you oh. feel about those lyrics, Spencer? Uh, 10 out of 10. That, that really? was. Yeah. No, I really like the lyrics of this song. I just drop my the, phone. This, this one does have good lyrics. I mean, you can tell Brandon's really touching some emotional spaces. Yeah, like it's Big Sad Brandon and a song about his big sad wife. I think it's a it's a good it's a good sad song. Big Sad Brandon and his big sad wife. Yeah. And they're big sad kids. Wow. Gunner and America and uh, Humvee or whatever their fucking names are. <laughs> right? Humvee Flowers. Humvee Flowers. That's a great name and you know it. No, the, that's a that's I, I really that that was a lot of fun and I like this lyrics section. Well, that's some incredible stuff. Yeah. What do you have next for me? So they've played this song live a few times. I didn't order these like I normally do. So uh, we're just kind of stuck with whatever I found first. So this is uh, the killers playing rut in London in 2017. Uh, let's hear it. <laughs> Yeah. 
very wet. Ronnie feeling it as usual. Mood Ronnie, bro. Awesome. We don't know who else is playing because we can only see Brandon. So we yeah. only know it's Brandon and Ronnie, but I don't know what members are on the right and left. It would if Mark and Dave or it'd be, it's probably Shadow Boys. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be Shadow Boys. But honestly, the thing is, the guitar riff in this song is a very it, it feels like a Dave riff. Like, I don't remember. Was is this before or after Dave, like, took the hiatus from the band after? OK, so, yeah. But it feels like a Dave riff. Like it's it's definitely like a guitar forward lyric or ver- like riff. Yeah. You know, it's I got- don't know. I it, It's got a little bit of Dave, but I mean, maybe it just it sounds like it fits because it's in a killer song. Fair enough. Either way, here's them performing Rut in Helsinki. And yeah, this is Shadow Boys. You can see them all. Huh? Same water background. Brandon is wearing like a black blazer that has like golden dragons. Yeah. Oh, and this started. It started exactly where we stopped off on the last. Right. Yeah. Whoa. You know, credit where it's due, the backing, the backup singers really do this song a good, like a service. Oh, they they crush it on this song. Yeah, no, this is this is like the perfect. They definitely add they add to the like upswell of this song, the very like uh this like rising wind style chorus that the song has i don't know after eating like you know some uh, pizza I, I get a rising wind every once in a while spencer keep drinking your yuhu kalua drink or whatever no i finished all my bevies unfortunately <gasps> no more alcohol for spencer no, now it's just hard hard shit coca-cola Ooh, spencer's bad boy Okay, so this What's is the third live version. This is them performing at the Masonic Temple in Detroit, Michigan in 2018, which is everything everything about this is awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to skip ahead to uh two minutes into the song and see if we can f- hit the spot where they just were and see if we can collectively hear the whole song. Oh, Brandon's wearing the same blazer here at the Masonic Temple in Detroit. Well, he he washed it since Helsinki, probably. I hope so. <laughs> Had it dry cleaned, of course. That's some yeah. fine fabric. Yeah. Look at that gong Ronnie has. Jesus. I've never seen him use it. I really want to see Ronnie hit the gong. That's Mark. Mark's silhouette. Oh, wait. It's not no. Mark. Not Mark? Oh man, they got a Mark doppelganger. Yeah. The shadow Shadow Ted looks kinda like Mark. But Mark 
you know, he plays bass, so... Ooh. Man, the crowd is loving this. No, that's the other thing I'm noticing. Like, the crowd loves this fucking song. They're nuts for rut. No. That, that's uh, among the killers fandom. Uh, when this song comes on live, it's called the rut nut. They're packed rut to nut. <laughs> rut to nut. And when rut comes on, you know they're nutting. I was thinking, like, you know how packed nut nuts to butts or whatever nuts to butts when rut comes on but it's it's ruts to nuts ruts to nuts and we all become sluts you, you okay there bro? you okay there mike <laughs> i'm just stuck in a thought loop here clearly <laughs> the matrix is broken play the fourth cover play the live version oh okay. god Okay, so this is from the MGM Grand Arena. This is the one that they said in the thread was of good quality. So we're going to skip to three minutes and 15 seconds here. Wow. Immediately disappointed in the quality. Well, it's more like the. Uh, according to the description of the video, quote, Brandon gets very emotional at minute 315. So. All right. Get me to 314. Yeah. You just see his emotions change. Oh my god, you're right. He's like, Ow. he's like fucking crying, man. He's back to being Brandon. Well, you know, maybe it's because. Maybe it's because this the MGM Grand Arena is where this is. This performance is. And that's where uh, that's in Las Vegas. So he's in the homeland, you know, and as we know from imploding the Mirage, once they left Las Vegas, things got better. Yeah. And they blew up the mirage. They imploded it, in fact. What's next, Spencer? Well, I mean, what, what, what did you think of this live version? Did it expand the song for you? Did it make you feel feels or did you just? This is this is one that I think is going to be if they play it live, it's got it. It's going to be good, especially got the, if they've got the backup singers. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think it's. I think this song has uh, good live vibes yeah i would probably be just happy to say, scream i'll climb and i'll climb yeah i agree with that too I'm, i I feel like i'm missing something uh from my normal list of shit that we do in the pod every week like i i feel like like in the google doc yeah in the google doc like usually there's like another section and before you go what about name the sames well i did look for name the sames that's what it is. Uh, well, there are no name the sames of songs titled Rut. Really? Not a single other song called Rut? Nope. Not a single one. Damn. At least according to Genius. 
if you know of any songs called Rut, feel free to send them to uh, the Twitter. What's the Twitter, Spencer? The Twitter is uh, at Soul of a Truck Pod. Anyway, so there's a couple of covers this week, so we're going to run an ad. Uh, so me and Michael, we're going to not talk for four seconds and then we're going to I'm going to cut an ad in there and it'll be really good. So here it is. What do you think of that ad, Michael? I, I'll I'll buy what you're selling. Every week we run the same ad and every week I say, Michael, what do you think of that? And every week, Michael just fucking agrees with me. <laughs> Michael, have you have you ever be honest with me? Have you ever listened to the ad ever? Yes. Have no, you, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, never. I think funnier question. Wait, you probably just don't even listen to the pod. It occurs to me. You don't listen to the pod. I listen to the pod. Oh, you do. You actually. Yeah. You go back and re-listen to old episodes. Yeah, totally. I have to catch up on stuff, you know, every now and then because I'll go through times where I don't listen. But yeah, that's fair. Do you um, and you just you just skip the ad? Uh, I just I honestly skip any time Spencer talks. That's that's reasonable. <laughs> that's a lot of work. That seems like a really active listening experience, to be honest. It is. I'm usually like incredibly stressed out by the time I'm done. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I would want to listen to the pod that way, to be honest. Every time I hear you start to talk, I go, I say, I loudly say <laughs> no and, and just skip ahead 10 seconds. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. That's fair. So, so yeah, you've never heard the ad before, which is incredible. Never heard the ad, most of the intros. Basically, the entire podcast. You just, listen, yes. You, it's like pure hubris. You just listen to yourself. Give and opinions about the killers so loud, laughing and coughing into the microphone. <laughs> and that's the whole pod. That's all you do. I, I edit out most of the coughing. Don't don't. I laugh and cough. Today is especially bad. My allergies are killing me. I've been sniffly. I've been coughing. Oh, me too. I'm going to this is going to be a bitch to edit, but whatever. <laughs> you deserve it, Spencer, for being late. I thousand know. lashes. Yeah, I was drinking and, and smoking. That's my fault. You're drinking and you were just living that sublime life. You know, the saddest part about that is because I admitted this on the pod, I'm going to get a text from my mom who listens to every episode in like a week with her just going, stop drinking and smoking. That's what my mom does. <laughs> my mom doesn't sound at all like that. But um, uh, so, to make my mother more difficult to identify, that's what she sounds like. So you'll never you'll never find out what she actually sounds like. Never. Well, if she calls while I'm recording the pod, I'm going to pick up the phone, put her on speaker and say, hey, mom, you're in the podcast. Congratulations. And then I'm just going to say, all right, bye, mom. I love you and hang up. And that's going to be the whole conversation. (laughs) Very. We all know Spencer's a dirty drunk. Very rude. Uh, Okay, so. Let's uh, do a cover. I said Spencer, not Spencer's mom. Spencer, Spencer's mom is a lovely person. Yeah, my mom's very nice. Okay, so this is from user Amanda Everson. And this video is called Rut the Killer's Cover, Amanda Everson. Don't give up Ooh. Because I'm just in Gerwit. 
Gerwip. It's a girl in a room with a piano. Everybody's out the house doing the Gerwip. Wonder if those curtains came from Target Gerwip. Why are you so mean to Gerwips? Gerwip. This is actually pretty good. Yeah, no, it's really good. Let's skip ahead. It sounds like a like a high school musical. Tell me I'm wrong. It really does. Yeah. yeah I don't think it was good. Like the slow parts were really good because piano adds to the emotion. But like with just a piano as your backing music. <laughs> It kind of sounds like, you know, a bunch of teens singing on a stage. Anyway, what'd you think of that? Teens. That was nice. Nice yeah. cover. Yeah, no, I agree with Kudos. you. Kudos. Really good, Amanda Everson. All right, next up we've got, this is the channel Airside, written in all caps. Airside. Well, I was expecting you to loudly exclaim Airside, but okay. Uh, Airside! There you go. That's better. Um, so here's their cover of the song Rut by the band The Killers. This has a lot of professional energy. Yeah, professional lighting, professional yeah. camera work. Yeah, there's like a camera professional person. sound. It's using a real vocoder. Vocoder. They paid for every capital letter in their band name. Oh, yeah, definitely. Where are these guys from? Michael, check on your end. Yes. Find out where these guys are from. Airside? Yeah, Airside, all caps. Is from Memphis, Tennessee. That does, that surprises me. Why? I don't know. They sounded like they were from, you know, Australia or New Zealand. Oh, they already got the I'll climb and I climb in here. I don't know. I feel like I'm listening to like more of these this week because I do. I have been liking these covers. That was that was really good. And that was like a very full, professional. Very well done. Yeah, it was a full band and it was excellent. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, Yeah, that was kick kick ass. All right. One more. So this is what do you think of that, Michael? That was a nice cover. I agree. 
you you cut off. I all the only thing I heard you say was "er," and that's it. So, oh, I said that was a nice cover. Oh, I just heard, I just all I heard was "er," and <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, that's good. I agree, Mike. <laughs> I just. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that my my analysis wasn't enough for you. No, no, no. I just didn't hear anything. Uh, okay, so this is user Freddie Mac, and uh, can you guess what this is? I'm not before before me clicking it. What'd you say? What is it? What 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 kind of cover are you about to get here? User, What's the name of the user the Freddie Mac? Uh, it's going to be an R and B cover. Perfect. Damn it. Freddie Ooh. Mac has a Star Wars poster, a Hollywood Bowl ad poster, Led a Led Zeppelin poster, yeah. and then something I can't see. I, does this does he gives me Mr. Sun's Ten vibes? Yeah, this is like Mr. Sun's Ten in like twenty years. Oh, he's also wearing a Naruto T-shirt. Is that what that is? Yep, the Akatsuki. Do they have branded tees in the Naruto universe? No, but... Because I feel like, doesn't Naruto take place in, like, you know, fictionalized 1700s Japan? Fictionalized, yeah, like Ninja Times Japan, yes. Yes, Ninja Times, thank you. Yeah, because it's unclear. <laughs> There's a lot going on in that show, okay? they, they Reality goes out the door. It's like it's like how Samurai Champloo takes place mumble mumble at some point in history of Japan. Right. Because there's like right. a random baseball episode. Yeah. Which which would place the show squarely in like the late 1800s. But everything else is not like that. No. I mean, there's also guns, which there were in like early 1800s. But. Uh, they were not to the level that they have in Samurai Champloo. Uh, Japan had guns in like the 1500s, dude. Right. But these these guns like, you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. I'd have to rewatch Samurai Champloo because clearly I don't remember anything about it. Hi, welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about, I guess, sword people anime. <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your favorite? People with swords anime, Michael. Does Berserk count? Yes. Berserk so absolutely berserk. counts. It's gotta be Berserk. That's a that's a that's a mood though. Like Yeah. Berserk's depressing though. And aggro. Yeah. It's super violent and scary. Yeah, it's aggro, angry, and depressing. It's like all the things that are not fun for me. But it's so good. If you're into it. Um, uh, for the record, my favorite, uh, people with swords anime, um, wow. Gundam. Nice. Gundam. Yeah. Uh, that, I guess that kind of counts. They have laser kind of swords. swords. Yeah. They have laser swords. So, all right. Gundam. You want know the truth? I couldn't think of one, and that's the only thing I've watched recently where anyone had swords. <laughs> that's really amazing. It's really sad. 
so yeah, that's that's all of Red. Wow, we really did like clock this one in real short. Uh, it, it, we were just in a rut. Did I mean? Look, do you have anything else you want to say about the song? Because I feel like I might have rushed through a couple of things. So this is a pre-final thoughts, like preemptive pre-thoughts. I think that rut is fine. Um, some of the emotional notes on the like dub dub and battleborn kind of miss for me and you know i'm spoiled in my now that i get to have gotten to listen to uploading the mirage mm. and uh pressure machine i feel like battleborn was like the start of a different era of killers and every album since the start of that era has gotten better in my opinion yeah i, th- and, I agree with that that's actually a really good assessment also uh really quick I totally forgot to bring this up in the beginning of the episode, but I think it was it. I think it might have been Sandy who who said this on Twitter, but uh, we've decided to have a new funny fan nickname for Pressure Machine, but I don't remember what, is it? what it is. Uh, I'd have to go to Twitter, uh, glamp for a second. All right, Spencer's gonna pull this up in like two seconds, so I'm not even gonna bother telling a story. Now point. tell a story, Michael. Come on. No, I'm not going to, because as soon as something like... So anyway, when I was in therapy, and Spencer would be like, I found it! Train Town! What is it? Tra- oh, Train Town. Train Town. That's the, that's the name of Pressure Machine. Train Town. I, I legitimately asked you to glamp because I thought I would have more trouble finding it. And I said it early enough that I thought you would have some time to say something. And then you used... The entire time to bitch about how fast I find things. And then yep. the moment you start to tell a story, I find it. Train town. That's that's the way things go in fucking train so town. Fucking good. Oh, you can't that you can't fucking beat that, man. Uh. <laughs> that was like that was like a joke that just wrote itself, man. <laughs> that was beautiful. Not bad, not bad. Oh, okay. So yeah. Um, oh, I need to come down from that. That was too funny. All right, <laughs> all right. So now that we've um, now that we've had our pre thoughts, I I had more to say about this song. I feel like because I thought this was a great song when I first heard it, but now I I don't think I do. <laughs> And so it's kind of weird. What's changed for you? I don't know. I haven't listened to the song in a while and listening to it now. I'm kind of like, well, it's just like only kind of it's only okay. I don't know. Here's here. So. So, yeah, Michael, what are your what are your final thoughts on the song by the band, The Killers? This is a this is a a pretty good song it's you know i can in terms of the emotional aspect of it like i think brandon really did a good job in the lyrics and like i was saying each of these albums from battleborn on kind of mature and get better though it does it does definitely sound like a solo project song that ended up on a killer's album which you know that's a knock for it only because it's supposed to be a killer's album and Brandon has released his own solo projects. So 
in from that aspect, it doesn't seem because I don't see much of the personality of the the other members of the band. I mean, the drums do have some cool. It does have some cool Phil Collins drums, which you know I mean, Ronnie has had to nail. I mean, but. the guitar riff is. It still feels very Dave, like mm. to me. Uh, I you know I have to listen to it and single it out. I can't even do it. <laughs> uh, imagine Spencer is a music teacher. You just be permanently confused. <laughs> Right, and the play part that sounds like this. <laughs> Not like this, and then they play it exactly. He's like, no, like me, lame, lame, lame. Perfect. No, right. this is this is a really good song, but I also kind of don't like it as much as I used to. Is that is that fair? Is that that's fair? That's fair. It's fine. Yeah, but it's cute, and also. And also, and this is very important, Soul of a Troll posted on the thingy, and they are going to, and that user is going to steal all of our positive feelings for all time because, because they're just so good. <laughs> it's so good. Anyway, I don't have, I don't have my outro list of shit ready. Uh, so, so tell me your favorite, uh, uh, beverage, Michael. Uh, I really like root beer. Cool. Okay. So thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Did you like that? Yeah, that was great. Yeah. That was, instead of asking you to glamp, I'm just going to ask you a random question and then let you say, it. how's that? Perfect. Cool. Okay, so thank you so much for listening. As always, I've been Spencer Polly, and with me, as always, has been Michael Nance. If you liked what you've heard and you wish to support us financially, you can support us directly through Anchor, which is going to be at the bottom of every description of every episode. You also have the option to support us on Patreon if you want to get access to exclusive episodes, lengthy discussions on songs, possible future re-releases of original episodes with like new shit on them and uh you know blanket statement quote unquote other stuff uh you can go to patreon.com slash soul of a truck a killer's podcast if you think i'm funny you can always hit us up on twitter where i spend most of my time that's at soul of a truck pod and if you like Michael's musical and humor stylings, you can follow us on Instagram. That's Instagram.com slash soul of a truck pod. Once again, I'm Spencer Palio. Michael, say goodbye. Bye, I love you. Don't give up on me. Cause I'm just in-